0: Having a podcast is one of the biggest things that I did to help take my business to the next level. It allowed me to communicate with my audience 24-7. And so many businesses that I consult for come to me and say, man, Mike, how do we get a podcast started? How do we get this rolling? Well, it's really very simple, guys. Anchor makes it easy. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that is what I'm doing right at this moment. I love Anchor. I simply upload my episodes and it distributes it to iTunes, distributes to Spotify, distributes it to Google, and people are easily able to subscribe and listen to my podcast. So if you want to get started just that easy, go to anchor.fm slash start and get started right now and as soon as you get your podcast up and running guys send it to me because i want to listen to it too i want to subscribe and i want to support you like you've been supporting me make it a great one what's up everybody welcome to the start down i'm your host mike vicarra and you're probably asking yourself what is the start down well we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going but i want to talk about what happens when you get to work and that's what the start down is all about We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. What's going on everybody? Welcome to The Down. I am super excited to have you guys here today uh, on one of the first episodes of a, kind of a new format we're bringing in. Um, and I want to share a little bit today with you. This is going to be a little more long form, uh, a little bit different than the 30-minute interviews or the five-minute pops you've been hearing, which are really my Facebook lives that I've just been repurposing. I'm going to talk about repurposing content in a little bit. But I really want to delve a little bit deeper in the topics, um, and some of you guys have been asking for this, so we, we've been blown away by the amount of subscribers we've gotten on the initial launch of the Startdown podcast. Uh, I owe a lot of that to my producers, Selena Celeste, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, you guys maybe saw the new promo video done by Ryan, and I'm gonna to talk uh, today about the relationship of business and why that's important. And I'm mentioning these people uh, that have helped along the way and that, and that work on this process because they're doing this as a business as well, and, and the idea of business to business relationships and what all that means. And I wanna talk a little bit about my own personal journey, so I'm gonna share on these episodes a little bit about me, uh, who I am, where I'm from, a little more on the background, because I think if you're subscribing to my podcast, you do want to know a little bit more about me and what I've done and what I'm about. uh, And hopefully it gives you sort of a good insight into what we'll be talking about and why I want to share my entrepreneurial journey. You know, it's funny. One of the things I've come across a lot lately is uh, different people... Uh, and on both the positive and negative, and I'm going to talk a little bit today about how I struggle sometimes with that criticism and feedback that people have given. Um, but the idea that uh, people have, you know, said, "Hey, I hear you. I'm listening to you. I see what you're putting out there," and either you know, positive, very positive feedback, or a little bit—I don't want to say negative, but constructive criticism. Some negative, some you know, uh, different points of view. But it's been exciting and it's been a really neat journey. But I want to talk today. About The relationship of business and and the relationship of business has been something that's been so important to me that I never understood it. We hear a lot of, you know, separation, right, that you should do in business. Don't don't put too much emotion into your business or, you know, separate business from pleasure or don't do business with family or all these different things on what business should be. And one thing I'm learning more and more as I, uh, as I kid around, as I get older, which I don't feel old, I feel perpetually 25, but as I come through life, I find out that there are no absolutes, right? People want to say a lot of these things about what should and shouldn't be, and a lot of times people are giving advice or putting information out there based on what's worked for them. Um, and one of the things I've started to step back and do and, and learn a lot more is, is when it comes to business, it means different things to different people, um, I'm one of those people that my entire life, I've never been able to separate emotion uh, in anything I do. Business, dating, marriage, friendships, whatever it is. When I go, I go all in, right? Um, bet For better or worse, good habits, bad habits, I tend to go all in on them because I really put my heart into it. It's very hard for me to do something that I'm unemotional about or I don't feel either way. That's not me, right? I know some people that that are very good at disconnecting that. Um, Just, you know, taking the emotion out of it or the feeling out of it. I've never been able to do that. So for me, even as a young kid, um, I always had like one really good friend, uh, because I kind of went all in on that person being my best friend. And they had other friends. I was involved, but there was always that one person that, let's say, was my best friend. Or, uh, you know, when I had a job, I was very into that job. I was proud of it. I, I took a lot of pride in it. I was all in on it. But on the same hand, as much as I was all in on these relationships, when they started to fall off or end, I was also all out. Um, So if it was a job that maybe I was in for two years and I absolutely loved it once I no longer had that love for it, I really lost the passion in in being able to stick with it and be able to to grow in it. But one of the problems I had with it was I I forgot that I had to quit that job, right? Um, I would want to be pushed out the door or or almost be told I have to quit, Um, which in in a lot of times, I, I didn't always understand that, right? I didn't understand how to leave a job. So I would go into the job doing very well. And then towards the end, I would get a little bit, you know, just sort of Lazy towards the end, I think, you know, for lack of a better word, if I'm really going to be transparent, um, I would get lazy. Right. So I've always known that that's sort of my signal to move on. Right. When I'm not seeing the pride in the job and seeing the pride in what I've done. So in becoming an entrepreneur, this took on a whole new life because While that's been a good way to be, I do have to adjust and and see where I belong in that and be able to control that because one of the things I've learned in my entrepreneurial journey is there's a lot of things you're going to do that you love and then because of that, you're going to have to do a lot of things that you don't like. Uh, maybe it's follow-up, maybe it's the accounting aspect of your business, maybe it's all these different things. Now, in entrepreneurship, unlike a regular job, you have the option to outsource, (laughs) which is a great thing, right? Uh, If you're working a job and you're not an entrepreneur, it's very hard to go to your boss and say, you know, I really enjoy doing these five things, but these five things I think I want to outsource. You just can't do that. It's just not an option. But as an entrepreneur, we have that luxury, but we also have that burden in a lot of ways. So one of the things that I've done, With This podcast with some promotional videos things that maybe I do have the ability to do but either a don't have the time or the patience to do it right. I've been able to outsource it and I've really been able to have massive success with that. That being said too, I've also looked at what I'm, you know, good and not good at and and I've had to in some situations bring people in where I've trusted them to do things. But I've also had to be involved in the process. I think one of the things we have to remember when we outsource a lot of these things as well as entrepreneurs is you have to make sure you have now, okay, I don't have to do the micro of that or the little day-to-day, but the macro, the big thing of it, you want to have your QC in there. You want to be able to look at it and say what's working, what's not working. And a lot of times what I've seen is when when people outsource, they almost think, oh. I've outsourced it, it's it's off my plate, right? I don't have it anymore. Like if you're in that corporate job and someone else says they're gonna take something, well then it's their responsibility to do that. And I truly believe that, right? You're paying someone to do something or someone's getting paid to do something. If I outsource something to you, I should be getting the best job done. But I think when we do that, we got to look at it the same way we do it with our own internal process, right? If you were taking responsibility for that, you go like, okay, what do I got to do first? What do I got to make sure it's done right? I'm going to test it, make sure it looks good. And and you're going to go through a process. When you outsource something, the people that you're outsourcing it to, are you giving them the process, A, that you are following, and B, the standards that you want it to be to? I think a lot of the times when we hire someone, we say, hey, I'm outsourcing to this person, and they're an expert, so I expect them to be able to do it, which is true. But we have to look at do they know what your expectations are and do they know how to do it right? You know, I very often talk about my family, right? I've got four kids, uh, married, and, you know, my, my wife and I have, you know, different processes and things that we go through and, and the things that we do in our relationship and the way that we are in our relationship that work for us, right? It's one of the reasons we got four kids. It's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, things are good for us. Doesn't mean we don't have fights. Doesn't mean we don't have difficult times. But on the same hand, if my wife married someone else or I married someone else, just because we're good parents and we have a good marriage doesn't mean that would have been true with another person or that we would have had the same life if we went in a different direction because the process and the expectations and the relationship of what came out of it Would have been completely different. And I think it's important to remember that in business too, right? Because very often in business we maybe want to fall in love with a process or fall in love with it with a person, but do we really make sure that when we fall in love with business or we go to get involved in that relationship, that we define the boundaries, we know what the quality is, and we know what it looks like. And this applies not just to outsourcing, guys, this applies to everything. This applies to hiring. This applies to partnerships. This applies to clients. You know, one of the things that I've really learned is what type of clients am I taking on? What type of people am I choosing to work with? If I get involved in business relationships, whether it's with a partner or a client that don't really make me happy or don't gel or don't don't create more value for me or more value for them or allow my business to grow or allow us to do good for each other, then we're not going to see the benefits. We're not going to see something fruitful come out of that relationship, right? Like I said, my wife's not the first person I dated, but she's the last one. Why? Because it worked. Everything clicked, and then we had kids, and then more and more came out of that relationship, and we allowed each other to grow, and we allowed each other to become better. We have to look at are we doing that in business, right? And like I said, when you're an entrepreneur, you have that ability to do things that you don't normally get to do in a regular job. And, And I think it's so funny The way I I hear uh, entrepreneurial circles or if you're in entrepreneurial groups, knocking jobs and knocking what people do. And listen, I mean, like anything else, to me, there's (laughs) I'd love to go to a job and just have things to do that are my job and then go home and just know that, okay, I'm done with my job or I'm not done. I need to do more things that are done with my job. Where in the entrepreneurial situation. There's so much more that needs to be done. It's so much more different, but it's all dependent on you. Right. So. While there's there's, you know, more freedom and you get to do what you love, there's also more responsibility. And I think it's important that we don't leave that out. And when we look at our, our business relationships, do they work for us and do they allow us to grow? Whether that's like I said, partnerships, mentors, clients, people we hire, the different things that we've done, where's the success in that and where where's the sacrifice in, in, in what we've done and what we need to do? And I think it's important too to look at when are we falling out of love with the process. Uh, and the different things that we need to do as well, right? When you, when you fall out of love in a marriage, you have, you have different options, right? You get divorced, you could just end it, walk away. Um, but you're still obligated. If you have kids, there's certain things that you need to do. Uh, you can go ahead and, you know, try to not work together for a little bit and be separated and see if that works. Or you can, you know, get therapy or you go to a marriage retreat or you could work on it. And I think it's important to look at when we're, we're failing a business or something's not working, do we, do we treat it the same way we treat a relation? Do we look at it and say, hey, do we need to walk away, but what obligations do we still have to it? Or do we need to maybe step away from it for a little bit and then see how things work? Or is there a way to, to, to correct things and mediate it and make sure it looks right? Um, you know, for me, one of the biggest things is understanding that the relationship of business is organic. Um, you know, if you've been in business for 10 years, you're doing things different than you were in year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, because you're growing, your business is changing, your environment's changing. Uh, like I said, I go back to the marriage analogy because it's what I know, but you know, what my wife and I did when we first got married versus when we had our first kid and bought a house and then had our second kid and our third kid and then bought another house and then had our fourth kid. It's, it's different in the, in the way we live our lives and the routines and the habits we have. Your business needs to be the same way. Um, If you're doing things the same way, and, and, you know, it's important to look at that. Some things consistently work, right? Like there's some things that we do consistently as a family in our marriage that work, you know, whether it's, you know, having dinner together every night or, uh, you know, trying to be positive or the rules we have for our kids, the different things we do, they work. And in business, it's the same way. There's some baseline things that are going to work always in your business, and then there's the things you need to adjust as time goes on, right? As my kids are getting older, they're wanting different things, more time to themselves. You know, when do you let them get a cell phone? All these different questions. Well, in your business, it's the same way. When do I start spending more money on advertising? When, when do I hire an accountant? You know, when do I hire a full-time CFO? When do, I, when do I outsource a sales team? You know, or when do I start hiring a sales team? You know, should I be doing a podcast? Should I be going a personal grant? Should I be going a business? Are we asking the same questions we ask in our relationships? And are we growing with them? Um... You know I I really think that that's so important in the growth of business And, and like I said for me anytime I've been in a job that I've worked where I felt that I've been falling out of love with it I always say everyone knows like how'd you know it was time to leave teaching I'm like it just didn't excite me anymore right like I was no longer saying man I can't wait to go like I used to tell people everyone's like teachers are underpaid and I believe they are But I used to tell people, like, at the stage of life I was in where I was teaching, I couldn't believe I got paid for this. Like, I couldn't believe I got paid to go and teach these kids every day and be around them. And, like, it was just great for me. Like, could the money have been more? Absolutely. Was it hard to support a family on that income? 100%. But at the time and the stage I was in, I loved it. And I loved what I was doing. And I loved the fact that I got paid for it. But I knew it was time to leave when I started to fall out of love with that. And I was ready for the next challenge. Um, and, And I try to do that in my entrepreneurial career. But it's been really that's been harder for me. And it's been something that I've struggled with because now so much more is dependent on it, right? Like my family, my bills, uh, all the different things. So it's been harder for me to walk away from that. So to kind of wrap all this up and put it together, I think it's important to ask yourself if you are an entrepreneur or if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, look at the relationships in your life. Do you treat your businesses the same way? Um, you know, yes, we, we, we want to do something we love. Yes, we want to put emotion into it. But are we evaluating it in a way that that's logical? Um, are we evaluating it in a way that makes sense? Do we have processes in place? Uh, Do we have expectations in place? And are we constantly evaluating what business relationships are still working and which ones do we need to move past? And I think this is so important, right, to to treat relationships and business very similar and and to look at your business and your relationships and say, "Are are they producing something fruitful? Are they loving? Are they allowing us to grow? Could we live with this forever? And if we really are evaluating that and looking at that, that's going to allow us to be successful and that's going to allow us to grow. So, um, you know, I really want to leave you guys on that note today on the relationship of business. Step back, look at your business, whether you've been in the business for one year, one week, one month, 10 years, 10 days, or you're just thinking about doing it. How do you treat your business like a relationship? Are the people involved in it uh, where they should be? Are, are, are the relationships in the right path? Are the boundaries defined? Do people know what they're supposed to be doing and not doing? Um, really look at your business as a relationship this week, and it's something I want to challenge you guys for. So I appreciate this, guys. I don't know if this is good or bad, but it's the first... First new format of of, uh, The Start Down doing a pre recorded. I'm not even live, which I'm more comfortable being live, believe it or not, on Facebook, but I'm not doing that. Uh, So me and my producer, Selena, have been talking about doing this, so I'm excited. Uh, This episode should be dropping in November. Um, And, and guys, I'd love to hear your feedback. So uh, thestartdown.com will take you to our Instagram page. Please make sure you're following us. Uh, You can also see the link to my personal Instagram page there. Message me anywhere you like. It will get to me. um, And I appreciate that, guys. Appreciate everybody's tuning in. If you did get value out of this, like I said, make sure you're subscribing to the podcast, especially if you're a first-time listener. Apologize if this was your first time, but really hope you enjoyed it. Um, And, guys, share with me, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Treating your business like a relationship. Uh, Let me know if that's something you guys are doing. And, like I said, you can always hit me up at thestartdown.com. A little voice clearing, that's okay, right? It's real. So appreciate it, guys. Make it a great day. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. The startdown.com. Time to get to work. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Start Down. Once again, I am your host, Mike Ficarra. Make sure you visit me at MikeFicarra.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand once again new episodes drop in every tuesday so make sure that you guys like subscribe and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on once again appreciate you guys tuning in i will see you on the next episode of the start down